Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Negro Police Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. How's everybody doing this fine Wednesday morning? Uh, welcome back. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you guys for tuning in, tuning in downloading, streaming, however you take my podcast. Welcome and thank you for listening. So uh, tell somebody, tell an enemy, coworker, a friend, tell somebody about my podcast. Like, hey, I think you might like this. You might hate it. Just tell somebody about my podcast. Okay. Um, it's about 20, 30 minutes. I just talk about random shit in my life. My son, uh, shit on TV, uh, things that make me mad, socially, political, whatever. Whatever's on my mind, I like to talk about. Um, I'll jump right in. Uh, for those who don't know, we have a nine-year-old son. His name was Miles. And I like to talk about the different things that are going on in his life. Sometimes it's big. Sometimes it's small. Sometimes it's nothing. And um, right now, he's he's doing pretty well. He... um. Yeah, he got his vaccine on Friday, and he seemed to be fine on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, he got a little tired, and Monday, he didn't have school. And I talk about my son a lot on the show, and uh, he's a lot like me, uh, super hyperactive. I mean, his brain never goes off. The kid never takes naps. I mean, ever since he was a baby, he would he never took naps, ever. And um, so I uh, I leave to do my weekly Mike, I usually leave my house around 6.30, and my wife texts me about a half hour later, and it's a picture of him passed out on, on the couch, and we're like, he must be pretty tired if he fell asleep around 7 o'clock. Um, but, I, yeah, we, we talked to the doctor. We read all the uh, side effects and all that kind of stuff from the vaccine, and, and sure enough, that's that's what this is. Um, I even picked him up from school a little early yesterday. Uh, he was complaining that his, his stomach hurt. Uh, smart kid. He, uh, they called me about two 30. They get out at three. Um, I gotta say, I gotta be, it was a great move. It was a great move. You know, me and my wife went to go pick him up in the, and of course, you know, classic kid style. He's rubbing his, you know, holding his stomach. The eyes are squinted. He can, he can barely talk, you know? And the moment we get back in the house, he's like, yeah, I'm bored again. It's just like, I, I thought you were sick, buddy. But, uh, he helped us out because uh, you know if you're a parent, you 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 do, if your kids don't ride the bus, they do this shit. You do it every day. You go and you wait in that goddamn line, and it just inches slowly, car by car. You know that the the parent car rider line it's just it could be infuriating in the morning, in the afternoon. It's just like <laughs> I, I I I find myself turning into my dad. You know, it's just like I I feel so much anxiety and and fear. I don't want people to hate me so much. So I'm like, when it is time for my son to get out of the car in the morning, it is like he is jumping into Normandy at World War Two. I'm like, your best the the mask better be on, backpack on, everything zipped up, tightened, ready to go. I mean, he's got the line clipped up there up next to the door. And it's just like, as soon as that green light, I want you to jump. All right? You got to jump, baby. It is it is time to go fight the Germans. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, like a lot of those guys uh, in this day and age now, kids don't come back from school. So it, it's kind of like jumping out of a fucking um, a troop carrier in, in uh, <laughs> World War II. But I don't fuck around, man. It's ready to go. Because little kids love pulling out everything out of their backpack. 
you get in the car and you look back there like, hey, you got your seatbelt on? Yep. You can see the floor. You can see the the seat. You can see everything back there. But I'm telling you, man, over the next, and it's only like a seven-minute ride to school. I'll look back there three minutes later. He's got a his backpack wide open. There's a bike, a skateboard, a scooter, uh, a slingshot, a, a bow and arrow. Uh, he's got cars, Legos. I'm like, where did you get all this stuff? I mean, it, it looks like he's he got kicked out of his house. It's a mattress, it's a bed, couch, TV, all that shit's back there. And it's always when we're like two cars away from getting uh, him getting out. And it's just like, you got to hurry up and put all that stuff away, buddy. We, we got to jump ship here. So uh, that uh, it's just, I, I say all that to say, man, it's just like some people don't watch their kids in the morning and they pull up to the teachers. They're waiting to, to receive the kids and they look back there and their kid has all the shit out. So now they got to sit there for three minutes as their kid puts all their stuff away and the line is just getting longer and longer and longer. And in the afternoon, you got the parents that love talking to the teacher. Right. They might be friends on Facebook and social media and the the kid gets in the car and they got to chit chat and laugh. And it's just like, hey, we all want to get the fuck out of here. So have your kids ready. And save the small talk for later, folks. Okay, when it, when it comes to dropping your kids off and pick them up, have them ready and shut up. All right, people want to get back home. People got to get to work. But uh, man, yeah, man, I'm I'm uh, I like my son to be fucking ready, man. He's got he's got the helmet and everything. He's ready to go. But um, uh, so yeah, he's doing better now. Like last night, he ate uh chicken noodle soup. Two big ass chicken tenders, uh, uh, apple. He had two bowls of cereal, so he, he's back. He's back. He's feeling better, and he's excited about math, which I absolutely love to see. Man, that's that's one thing I love about being a parent is just the, the level of innocence that we get to be around, man. It's just like he he started uh, learning about geometry, and we went over some things this morning. We talked about right angles and. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it's called complementary angles where you have the one flat line and then you put an angle and you'll go, Hey, this angle is a hundred degrees. How much is the other angle? Oh, it's 80. And I, I taught him that. And he was like, super excited about that. Uh, he's just, he's obsessed with algebra. He likes all the letters and numbers. That's how his, his brain loves letters and numbers. So the sight, I'm not even kidding. The sight of algebra excites my son. And I I know he's four years away from that being the complete opposite, where he's just like, I don't care about any of this. I discovered what uh, what a vagina is, and that's all I care about now. Sorry, Dad. I know we used to like to talk about variables and math and congruency and and uh, Sokotoa, but I'm into tits and ass now. So, uh, <laughs> I, it's just it's scaring me, man. I'm uh, I'm 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 slowly losing my little buddy. I'm I'm gonna get a little man, and uh, but uh, I'm, I'm gonna miss little buddy, man. It's just it's just fun. He gets so excited about, you know, the most innocent little things. But I know that is that is coming to a screeching halt here, in the next few years. So I'm I'm just gonna enjoy it. 
But uh, he's he's super excited about math. I I really loved it about him, man. He's he's such a smart and a good kid, man. Um, yeah. So, um, so I guess that's it for the milestone. But I will say to continue the the podcast, but not so much the segment is we started watching The Simpsons together uh, from the beginning, and um, we're really enjoying it. He he absolutely loves it. And uh, it just it just shows you the, the the timelessness of the of the Simpsons. Uh, I mean, he he's he's nine. He's at that prime age where like Bart Simpson is is everything right now. It, it, it feels so good uh, to have him really into it. I, I'm not even lying. He um the other day we were watching. He's literally standing on the skateboard. He literally has a slingshot in his hand, and he's just like worried about his skateboard skills and stuff. It, it's just fun. Kind of reliving my childhood uh, in the love of The Simpsons with my son, so it, it's a lot of fun. And I, I'll say this: I forgot. I mean, because The Simpsons has been out for what thirty years. I forgot those early seasons. How um, there's some pretty racy ad- adult jokes in The Simpsons, and watching this with my son this past weekend, it made me realize this. My parents were pretty fucking cool. My parents were pretty cool, man. Because uh, looking back, you would you remember the kids who couldn't watch The Simpsons, and you would go, "Why don't your parents let you watch The Simpsons?" And here I am, thirty years later, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, I can understand why some parents didn't let their kids watch The Simpsons." But to to Easter, every everyone knows their kids, and, and my my parents were pretty strict. But when it came to um to TV and entertainment, they were they were pretty pretty chill. They were pretty chill. Um, the only thing I remember my dad taking away from me is uh, I want to what grade was I? What grade was I in? I might have been in seventh or eighth grade, maybe. And uh, my godmother bought me Dr. Dre's The Chronic album, and I will say that is a that is a bit much for uh, like a 12 year old kid. And my, I, re- I remember my dad taking it. I was so excited to get it. He was just like, you can't listen to this. Uh, but I had already heard it 10 times and that album was uh, just amazing to me, even though I really didn't understand all the concepts of, of what he was doing, but I, I just absolutely loved it. Um, so I, I guess to a degree, I kind of like, um, I kind of, I guess I kind of understood uh, how dope it was, but I didn't understand why. Maybe it was it was because it was the hottest thing out, and I shouldn't have it. But I remember getting it and was like, "This is this is the greatest." And my dad was like, "Is that that Chronic album?" And I was like, "Yep." He was just like, "I'll take that." <laughs> so I wonder what he did with that. He probably listened to it. But uh, yeah, I just realizing uh, yeah, my parents were actually pretty cool, man, and they, they let me watch that. We used to all watch it, and um. I have to tell myself, man, because there there are a few jokes where I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a bit much for a nine year old. But I go, hey, man, look, your parents, your parents, Chris, Bobby and Vanessa, let you watch this. Miles will be fine. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. We we watch Blackish. We watch all these other shows. He'll be completely fine. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's been fun. And I forgot Johnny Carson did The Simpsons. That's crazy. That's how long The Simpsons has been on. That Johnny Carson was on that show. Johnny fucking Carson, man. It's pretty wild. 
and there's a lot of like uh, old references to like uh, presidents and celebrities and stuff that I mean, so many of these people have just passed away. They're dead. It's, it's, it's pretty wild. The number of celebrities they've had on that show that are no longer around or have been canceled or like, oh, that shit didn't turn out right with that person. It's just it's just weird going back in time and 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 uh, watching these episodes and go, oh, they had Michael Jackson on here. They had this person. They had I think Mike Tyson. I mean, all these people in the last three decades have been through some really crazy shit in their lives. And um, some have come back, some haven't, some passed away, some have moved on. But it's, uh, it's just interesting and then kind of a, a look back into a, uh, a different time. And I've, I've, been, I've, I've been enjoying it. I, I forgot about some of the episodes, some of the star, uh, special guests, but we've been really enjoying it. And I got to say, man, I haven't really watched much of The Simpsons in the last what decade and a half but those early on episodes were, were great they really hit on some um some uh really um big topics back in the day so it was a great great show we're having a lot of fun and uh it's some it's some uh dad miles and, and family time so uh yeah it's been um it's been great i'm still watching bubba fett and let, let me say this as i like sci-fi quite a bit but uh, I've been thinking, and this is definitely not anything new. Let me pull up my notes here. I've been I've been getting better at at taking notes and trying to have better content for my show. That way, I'm not scrambling just to talk for 20 minutes. But watching all these sci- sci-fi shows, I gotta say, the future doesn't look cool. <laughs> it doesn't. Like I remember growing up. And watching like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies and all that kind of stuff, and or just other sci-fi stuff, and it, like the future was, it looked fun. They had the hover cars and like just, uh, they would have cool technology. Like I remember, I can't remember which which Arnold Schwarzenegger movie it was, but I remember one of them where like they had this quote-unquote futuristic um, refrigerator where it had a little TV screen on there and it was just like, Oh, you need to order orange juice. You need to get this. You need to get that. And I remember seeing that back in the day going, damn, that would be so cool. I were, you know, but now that's the thing, you know, they used to show like the video conferencing phones, uh, phones and all that kind of stuff. And you would go, Oh, that would be cool, man. You could see all your friends while you talk to them on the phone. I mean, you got zoom, you got, you, uh, you got uh, uh fucking FaceTime and, and uh, I don't even, what, what, what are these, Zoom, yeah, I already said Zoom, you got StreamYard, oh, you just got all these streaming services, all these video conference services that you use now, it's just like, it's really just become part of our society, you know, all this stuff, watching it in, in 1990, you go, oh, that would be so cool, now it's just like, you you watch all these these futuristic shows, Earth, it's never cool, it, they're always fighting a crisis, uh, it's not about the technology. It's about there's nothing left. We all fighting. People are living underground or or we're fighting over water. It's just always something. It's it's never fun. <laughs> even even the space travel shit. Like when we become a spacefaring people, all the planets that we go to, it doesn't seem fun. Each planet is either like um, it's either. It's one of three things, maybe more because this, this is just what I, from what I see, you either get that that mono that monochromatic, if that's the right word to use, where no one seems to have a personality, 
everyone wears like some weird white jumpsuit or it's gray. Uh, you know, everything is just just cement, right angles, no emotion, boring. You're not allowed to laugh. Um, you know, everybody's six three, very thin. No, like I said, no personality. And this some weird guy who's in charge that no one likes. You know, some weird shit like that. Or it's either, all right, we live on this planet, and it's basically the Wild West. And instead of horses, you're riding some weird fucking animal, right? But you live out out in the plains, and, it, you know, you got horseshoes and fucking cowboy hats, all that type, that type of shit. But instead of a horse, it's like Star Wars. It's like a, a, a hovercraft that you ride around. Um, or it's just like that or some medieval type shit where it's just like, again, another plant, another planet. But instead of it being the Wild West, it's like some medieval shit. And you, you might have the one planet that has all the cool stuff. But again, it's all airlocks and windows and big ass fucking hats and long dresses and people with weird titles. And uh, if you're not one of the elite, you're a fucking soldier or a servant somehow. It's just like, where's, or, or, or bartender or mechanic of some sort. There's no regular guy. Just think of a Western or, or fucking Robin Hood and, and that's it. I don't know, man. I, I would rather stick to the ships. That that seems more futuristic than, you know, being on a goddamn spaceship, going to the, the speed of light, and then getting to a planet where there's no toilet paper. <laughs> it's just it's just weird, man. And I like sci-fi shit, but I don't know, man. I want to see some fun, cool shit. I want to see some cool, fun shit. And the thing is, it's like we I feel like we really live in the future. Like if if, if I went back to 1995 and I and I showed myself an, an MTV styled like 30 second commercial with all the quick cuts. If you show me like Cardi B, how rappers dress, if you show me like a group of like young, like uh, uh, fashionistas of like just wearing all the weird shit that people wear now. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing at all, but like. The different hair colors, the 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 geometric, the, like the big long rectangular sunglasses and all that kind of shit. Uh, if 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 I saw our phones, if I saw what Uber Eats did and 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 social media and all the technology we had access to, I would go, holy shit, this looks like something out of a, a Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that's coming out next summer. And one of my like um not, it's not a litmus test. It, like I, I feel like um if you show me a video of Times Square 2022, I would go, I can't believe that I'm gonna live in a world that looks like that. Cause you know they always show that in a movie, like where some dude either goes into the future or back in time or some shit like that. And they they will do that slow motion kind of like um montage of new york city where they they do that thing where they show some kid with a weird haircut or a woman with some weird like see-through uh outfit on some guy's got some weird device um 
They all showed the Jumbotron and it's got some weird fucking futuristic looking movie. They got holograms and all kind of shit. I feel like that's where we are, man. That is where we are. But it, it happens so slow, we just don't really realize it. But if I if I took everything back, if I could shoot a commercial and send it back to myself, I would go, this is going to be fucking cool. This looks dope. But I, I'm leaving out all the other... All the other, all the, all the other parts of all the like um, what you can and can't say, um, the different uh, pronouns that people like like to like to use. Uh, I can see how it, it could be a very complicated world, but I, I think I would definitely be excited at uh, at uh, excited about the future. I, I I have to tell myself that from time to time, that, that we live in the future. Think about when I was a kid, man. All, all the cool shit that I wanted, a lot of it's around. But we get sidetracked with all the other bullshit that's going on in the world, and uh, we don't really appreciate all the technology and the cool shit and the things that we can we, we can do. We just add each other's throats. But like I always say, man, 99% of the rage is, is on, on, online. For the most part, man, people are living their lives, enjoying each other, um, just going out, eating, uh, you know, going on vacation, enjoying each other, uh, fucking getting high, you know, partying and shit. But uh, yeah, but there's a show. That's a show. Uh, we are doing host battle tonight in D.C. So if you happen to hear this today, uh, we hope to see you down there at the D.C. Comedy Loft. Um, I'll be in D.C. this weekend at Room 808 Friday. Two shows. I want to say like 7:30 and no, probably seven and. 7.30 and 10, something like that. Uh, just check out undergroundcomedy.com if you want to go check that out. Those, you can get tickets for that. And uh, I've already said it before, but uh, April 16th, I'll be at the Lincoln Theater with Mark Norman. I'm super excited about that. Uh, it really hasn't sunk in yet, man, but um, I can't wait. You know what? I actually had it hit me a little bit. I've been, uh, I've, I'm caught up on the latest season of Miss Maisel, and I don't want to ruin anything, but there's a scene at the end of... Um, episode eight where i'm like holy shit like that's gonna be uh me in about a month uh not the exact same location but uh just the visuals and the um the uh conversation she had with an individual uh in that scene really hit home for me man it just uh it was it was a beautiful scene and uh on the show and uh the visuals made me think about hey man in a few weeks man you're gonna be up uh on stage, looking out at a crowd, something similar to that, and um, don't fuck it up. <laughs> All right, make sure you guys follow me on everything social media at Chris Allen Comedy. Subscribe to the YouTube page. I'm trying to get to a thousand subscribers, and if you're new, welcome. And I'll see you around. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>